Joining us now is retired NYPD detective Angel Masonette. Uh, Angel, really great to have you here on the show. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. You know, Angel, this is amazing to me that Chicago in this climate where, as you know all too well, the crime is skyrocketing, that they are now planning to drop cash bail, in other words. What does that mean? Explain exactly what that means to our listeners across the country. Well, what it means is uh, they're effectively shipping the judges of uh, their roles and responsibility to uh, the public, right? Um, they're they're going to eliminate this cash bail under the guise of social justice, right? It's insulting to me as a Hispanic, uh, a, a Puerto Rican descent, that they say that this is in order to make uh, the systemically uh, injustice or, or the systemically racist justice system uh, bring some sort of justice to black and Hispanic uh, individuals. It's ridiculous. It's insulting. It means that they think that we're predisposed to being criminals because we're black and Hispanic. It doesn't make sense. It's going to place black and Hispanic criminals back on the streets to terrorize black and Hispanic law-abiding citizens because that's who's committing the crimes in the majority of these uh, blue cities across the country. Well, and that's the point, too, that I think everybody wants to be safe, just as you talked about. What, what does that do to the criminal, too? How much does that embolden them if they know that they don't even have to pay anything, that they're basically told, hey, come back for a court appearance, and how many of them actually show up? Oh, no, forget about it. I mean, you're talking about aggravated battery, aggravated DUI, fleeing, arson, burglary, drug-induced homicide, in- intimidation, kidnapping, second-degree murder, threatening a public official, robbery. I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, and all it does is embolden them with all this to defund the police stuff. Listen, in Chicago alone, which, by the way, has some of the most strictest gun laws in the country, right? In Chicago alone, the police officers are outnumbered by gang members 10 to 1. All it's going to do is put these people back on the streets. And the innocent people who are trapped in the city, who have no way to get out because of poverty or other things that are keeping them there, are going to be terrorized by these people under the guise of social justice by these limousine liberals who go back to their houses on the hill and they don't care because they don't live there. You know, I brought up um, Karen Bass, who is running for mayor there, um, Angel, in Los Angeles. And it, it right. is such a hypocritical. Here she is found with two guns in her home and she's out there touting gun control and she's in a debate recently where they said gosh crime is a big issue and she's like no 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 on a scale of one to ten of how how safe i feel i call it a ten she and everybody was like oh boy what what kind of plan is she on well it turns out it's like rules for you know rules for me but not for thee Right. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, listen, people have to understand they have to go out and they have to vote for pro-law enforcement uh, candidates and people who want law and order. I mean, this is being dubbed the purge law, right, because that's exactly what it's going to bring. These uh, non-carceral district attorneys, these rogue judges, these people who are running for, for, for mayors and governors across this country who tout themselves as progressives, all they're doing is emboldening criminals and putting law-abiding citizens at risk and it's disgusting. So people have to go out and they have to go vote. They have to go vote because this is not going to change unless we uh, change who we vote for. How much uh, is it important to, I always kind of like equated almost, Angel, to like a young child. Like a young child, you know, if they put their hand on the stove and they get burned, maybe they think about not putting their hand on the stove again. But if they don't get burned and they just kind of get a free pass, 
um, they feel emboldened to just kind of keep doing it over and over again. You, you've been out there. You were, you know, in the NYPD for a long time. Um, how emboldened do criminals feel? And also, they get the word out that, okay, it's no cash bail. In other words, hey, if you want to do a crime, let's go to uh, Chicago. Let's go to anywhere else in Illinois. Yes, absolutely. Um, they, they understand it, right? The criminals watch the news, too. Right. They watch the news. They read the papers. They, they're on social media. They understand that there's no consequence. They understand that these people are taking the side of the criminals rather than taking the side of law abiding citizens. So they absolutely feel emboldened. I mean, there was just a rapper uh, today, some rapper from Philly. I forget his name. He was killed in a popular uh, eatery in L.A. Yep. Uh, uh, um, was... P- rapper uh, PNB. He was shot actually right. during a robbery there. Yes, yes. His his girlfriend was putting over on social media where they were going to eat. And lo and behold, they show up. And who kills him? People who look like him. You know, people who, who uh, you know, it's, it's amazing that they want to, you know, you have the president and people in his party who are saying that white supremacy is the largest threat uh, to America. And these things are happening every day in every inner city in this country. And it's not white folks that are doing it. I'm sorry. But it's people that look like the people who are, ki- who are, who are killing them. You know, it's it's war being killed. Rather, it's just disgusting, and it's and it's sickening to me that they continue to push this narrative that we need us being minorities need to be saved by other people. We need to save ourselves. And everybody, we're talking to Angel Masonette, a, a great former NYPD detective. You know, Angel, I'm also looking at this. Comes recently with a couple cases that have just like really just made me so upset. Um, especially in Memphis, when you look at some of the cases that have happened in Memphis of late, you know, there's a shooting um, where the guy was just randomly shooting different people and live streaming. He had a rap sheet a mile long. And then this guy who abducted um, Eliza Fletcher, the teacher down there, we're now found finding out between 1995 and 2000, this guy was arrested 16 times. Uh, charged with aggravated assault, rape, burglary. At age 14, he raped an unnamed suspect. At age 16, he abducted a lawyer at gunpoint. Then he served 20 to 24 years, um, you know, of kidnapping. I mean, if this, if somebody like this, I mean, this is like a poster boy for why you need uh, to throw the book at these repeat offenders. I mean, this, this, it is the definition. I say it's insanity because. How could you even allow somebody like this? At some point, you say this person is a menace to society. They need to be locked up. That's it. Some people cannot be rehabilitated. I mean, bottom line, you have somebody like that who goes to show uh, the minute he had any sort of independence or any sort of freedom when he was a teenager, he took advantage of people and he victimized people. People like that cannot be rehabilitated. They need to be put in prison Uh, under this uh, purge. Uh, law, so to speak, in Illinois, uh, they say that instead of locking up low-level drug offenders, they want to send them to rehab. They want to do this. They want to do that. There's, listen, they're putting together things that don't belong together. If you have violent offenders on the street, and they're going to continue to be violent offenders. I mean, a a tiger doesn't, a leopard doesn't change its spots, right? It's just not going to happen. People like this are menaces to society, as you stated earlier, and they deserve to be under the jail. Why are some folks in, on the left, and it looks like, you know, obviously, clearly some in the legislature there in Illinois, why are they bending over backwards to make it more, you know, more accessible or easier for the criminal and tougher for the victims? Why is this happening? I mean, is it all politics? I believe it's all politics, yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's just they, they, they love to deflect 
their misgivings. These politicians love to deflect their misgivings onto the people, uh, onto their constituents, under the guise of doing something nice or doing something that's going to help them. And it's not. It really isn't. They think that we're stupid. They love to keep people dependent on the government for safety and for other things because it keeps money in their pockets. And like I said before, they're limousine liberals. They get in their limos with their protection, with their security details, and they go to their houses on the hill because they don't have to suffer and they don't have to lay down, uh, uh, lay in a bed uh, with gunshots uh, ringing out every night around them and having their children sleep in bathtubs. When I was a police officer in the Bronx, People used to tell me that they used to have their children sleep in bathtubs. When I became a cop in 1992, it was the height of the crack wars. There were shootings every day, and people literally had their children sleeping in bathtubs for the fear of getting shot. This is what we, we've regressed to on the progressive policies. Well, that's why I tell everybody, just as you said, too, at the beginning here, Angel, that law and order must be on the ballot, and you have to vote Absolutely. for folks who are, you know, looking out for the average citizens so they feel safe because nothing else matters if you don't feel safe you know in your home and your business uh nothing else matters and with this economy too it's just it's a really dangerous formula um angel thank you so much it's really great to have you here on the show i i've admired your work for a while and it's wonderful to have you here on the show you got to come back on again soon my pleasure anytime thanks for having me thank you very much angel masonette former NYPD detective. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.